Did we start? Yes. <laughs> um, we are so professional. We, I don't it's, even. <laughs> it's astounding week after week, the professionalism that we display. <laughs> And I'm Rex, and welcome to episode 15 of Sips and Smacks. Yeah, moving right along, episode 15. That means we've been doing this for 15 weeks. Yeah, I think so, because I think we we only took one week off. Mm Mm-hmm. Feels like a lot. So 16 weeks, I guess, technically. (laughs) I wonder if we're, are we we just going to keep, like, the the number's going to keep piling up, or are we going to have a season two? (laughs) Well, we didn't start with a season one, so I no, think they're we just going to keep piling. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah, we can't change it now. <laughs> Dang it. No, it's fine. I, I, I don't know. What do I know? What do I know about podcasting? <laughs> I just show up here when you tell me with my drink and <laughs> talk some nonsense. Well, speaking of drink, what is yours today? Okay. All right. I had to bring, this is one of my little fancy cocktails. So I had to bring the description because there's no way I would remember what I put in this thing. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So it is another gin drink that it's called the cha-cha mm-hmm. and it's got gin cold brew coffee. So I thought mm-hmm. like oh. I could kind of have an upper and downer simultaneously. <laughs> balance um, you out. <laughs> balance me out. Spiced chai syrup tonic water, and a couple of spritzes of lavender bitters. I'm, I, you know what? That sounds really good. It might be. I, I'm, I'm always a little wary of like coffee cocktails, although I do enjoy them from time to time, but it just sounds weird mixing coffee and alcohol. There, I'm going to have a little taste, see how yeah, it is. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a place near us that does a really good like espresso martini. Yeah, I really like so. Yeah, that's kind. I mean, that is kind of what this tastes like. It, it's definitely coffee forward. Yeah, I mean, and I think also because gin is not like doesn't have a super strong flavor, so <laughs> it kind of washes out the gin. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, that's fine. It's like yeah, it's, yeah. It really does kind of taste like a cold brew. I almost wouldn't know there was alcohol in it. I don't think hmm. I hadn't put it in there myself. Well, it sounds good. Does it? Okay. Does it require ice? It does. Damn it. I was going to say maybe you I and your ice. That, that, that's really holding you back. I know. <laughs> we need to we need to get a little ice in there. Honestly, um <laughs> C and I were talking about this the other day. He's he's really concerned that you can't fit an ice cube tray in your freezer. <laughs> okay, but I have a really small fridge. He's like, "How small is it?" I, I said, "I saw it, I think." I mean, I, I don't remember you having like, you know, a knee high fridge. Okay, so. but I am. T- okay, so I am taller than my fridge. Okay. So right. I guess I just didn't notice. Yeah. I, I mean, we were we were staying at a party house. So it wasn't like yeah. I was in there all the time. But I certainly went into your kitchen. So I don't right. Know. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> I don't want to like take over the episode with my kitchen set up. <laughs> however, <laughs> <laughs> however, I'm about to. Okay. All right. Give us a little. So I do have a very small, like very short fridge. So it doesn't hold a whole lot. It is very small. And the freezer part also is very small too. And our dog food is frozen. So we have to store all of our dog food in there as well, which takes up a significant amount of space. (laughs) Okay. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) 
<laughs> so but. I really do appreciate everyone's concern about my lack of ice. <laughs> that is that is the main concern right now. It's just okay, but like if I'm gonna get rid of something, it's gonna be ice because I never use it anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. One week we'll have to have like you know you can go to like a Seven Eleven and just get you know one yeah. of those things of like party ice and just have yeah. a bucket so that you can make a drink. Well, and that's usually like if I do need ice, I actually have to go buy it. <laughs> so funny. All right. No. So uh, what are we drinking? I'm assuming it's a non-ice drink. <laughs> it is a non-ice drink. It's an IPA. <laughs> uh-huh. Shocker. A juicy IPA. <laughs> Ooh, juicy. Any particular flavor? Um, well, it's a local one, so mm. I can't give away the name. But it's All tasty. Right. It's a New England IPA. Okay. A juicy New England IPA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We'll take it. <laughs> um, so that's what we're sipping. We, as usual, did not plan our smack. We've been neglecting that. We'll have to take a hard look at our at our smacks coming up. But, um, I mean, since it's Valentine's Day, I guess I could talk about my heart paddle. Oh, perfect. I mean, it's not Valentine's Day. This will air the weekend after Valentine's Day, but it'll be <laughs> close on the heels of. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'll, I can send you, I can try to find out what the link to I actually is. think I have the link for oh, it you do? because okay. I put it in a fic I published yesterday. So. <laughs> oh, I have not read that yet, but I, I will. Wow. All righty. That's exciting. Um, that's so funny that you have it for that purpose. Um <laughs> So yes, it is a small wooden paddle with um, two little heart cutouts, and um, there's actually a third little tiny heart at the top of the handle of the paddle. It's very cute, and I got it as a birthday gift from my partner this past spring, and um, it's, I think I mentioned it maybe when we were talking about like playing with others and having like little things that are for yourself and so we've designated that as like our special paddle that's just between the two of us I don't take it to parties or anything um and we used it last night because it was valentine's day that seemed very appropriate that's so cute I also my fic was a valentine's day fic which is why I used that one (laughs) yeah it's perfect it is it's the perfect valentine's day paddle so does it leave heart-shaped it doesn't. Okay, really. I didn't think it would, but I just yeah. thought I would ask. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't. I did. I randomly got a heart shaped bruise a couple of weeks ago, but that was not from that paddle, and uh, was just super random. I was like, "Oh my god, this bruise is in the shape of a heart!" So of course, I had to take, take a picture of it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you another question about it. Now I don't remember. Oh, okay. Now I do remember. Do the cut heart cutouts make it hurt less or more? Or is it kind of on par with a normal, like, solid wood? I think it's kind of on par. It definitely hurts. It's very stingy. It's very, like, wood, you know? Okay. I mean, there's no... And it's it's kind of thick, too. Like, it, it's yeah. small in size, but it's very thick. So it definitely packs a wallop. But I'm not really sure what the cutouts do for it, if that makes it better or worse, to be honest. Okay. Uh, like it might just be an aesthetic thing I was just I was genuinely curious <laughs> I was even gonna ask you that well I'm glad I can ask you <laughs> on air and have put you on the spot <laughs> ah, yeah so there you go so uh yeah but it's a it's a good it's a good little paddle definitely recommend 
Well, I'll put the link in the description so (laughs) anyone can buy it. (laughs) Anyone can buy it. Anyone can check it out. Just look at it because it's cute. It is very Um, cute. Very cute. Um, Oh, and then also um, as a Valentine gift, I got a punishment sash, which we had, we joked, I mean, whatever we have talked about because we read it in like a porn story. Um, you know, like a school story where yeah. like you have to like wear a certain like sash or ribbon or different like tie if you've, you know, been punished and we both thought that was like by being cool. So now I have my very own punishment sash. <laughs> where I'm wearing it, I don't know, just around the house. <laughs> Maybe when you're doing your housewife training. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It says punished by daddy, so it's extremely cute, although I'm concerned. I'm always concerned for like the people that have to make these customized things. Like, what are they thinking? Like, I was like, I hope they don't think this is like a child abuse situation. Like, please. Oh my God. I, I wish he'd like put a note in there or something, but you know, they just, whatever, take your order. And they're like, these people are weirdos. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure they've seen some really strange sure things. They <laughs> probably have, but like, it's like, they could be making like, you know, a list. Miss, Miss Universe <laughs> sashes and yeah. then we have and then next we have Punished by Daddy like what the hell <laughs> is this oh well they just take the money and run I think yeah <laughs> alright well before we run out of time let's actually get to our topic wait 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 oh no correction corner correction corner yep how could I forget I should yes. be sent to the corner for forgetting correction corner <laughs> okay what do you got well, okay. So I don't know that I, if, if it's really a correction, because I think that we did say what we wanted to say in the last episode. Um, but one thing that we kind of neglected to talk about was just explicitly consent. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I just want to make it clear that obviously, maybe it's not obvious, but you know, all both of our relationships are built on consent from both of us and in what what we understand to be a CDD relationship, the consent isn't really there, um, which is why we have a problem with it. And um, yeah, so I just want to make that clear. For sure. And on that topic too, like a couple of people, including my partner brought up the fact that with CDD, it's often the belief is like all relationships should be this way because, you know, God has ordained that the man is head of house, et cetera, et cetera. So Obviously, in DD and the way we practice it, we are not proselytizing this type of relationship to anyone. It's obviously something that both people want, need to want and consent to. So it's, uh, and it's very personal. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. So all that being said, okay, that's our corrections, right? Nothing else? I think that's it. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, so today we were, we, we've talked a little bit about like, you know, how we came into our DD relationships and we've had a few questions, um, kind of related to like the specifics of like the nitty gritty, like, how do you genuinely do this? Like, how do you ask your partner, um, to start practicing DD with you? Or, um, if it's a new relationship, how do you kind of build that from scratch? Like, what are the actual steps you know um so we thought we would just like give a few tips and tricks again always talking from our own personal experience this isn't like you know the cut and dried set way to do (laughs) dd everybody does it differently right um but just some suggestions so 
to start off with, and I, I think you maybe said that you did this with Dan because he, he read some of your fic, right? Yep. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have a partner that, you know, you're, you're interested in this, obviously one great way to kind of show them something that you like and a relation, the type of relationship you might like is have them read a story about it. Um, Cause I mean, that's real clear right there. <laughs> yes. And then you, yeah. Right. And then you can kind of talk about like, why do you like it? You know, what, what aspects of it do you enjoy? And then from your partner, maybe find out what they do or don't like about it so that at least it gets that conversation rolling and maybe in a little bit of an easier way than, you know, you having to talk about yourself personally right away. Unless right? it's a story that you wrote, then you're really <laughs> burying yourself. <laughs> you really are. You're like, you should have been like, here's something I found on the internet. I don't know who wrote this. I don't know who this person is. Who's this Rex? It's like my co-pilot. It. It's good. I like her style. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I, I, I love that idea. Um, and I mean, I, I'm presuming that like that conversation at least went over pretty well. I mean, Dan liked it. Hopefully he said it was well written too. Obviously he knows it's the best thing he's ever read. Um, <laughs> there's no question about that. Although he did not leave me any kudos or comments. So I'm actually <gasps> a little bit disappointed. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, I, I know. come on. I know. Throw throw a, a guest kudos or, you know. <laughs> Come on. Rex's way. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, but I, I don't want to lie. Like, that kind of stuff is extremely awkward. So I actually, before I started writing um, Star Wars fic, I actually wrote fic for Schitt's Creek with a similar DD dynamic as well. Um, so that was, you know, probably like three or four years ago that I started writing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan also knew that I was writing that fic and I actually told him about like the, the stories that I was writing too. Um, and it was very awkward because I am a very awkward person in general. So I made it awkward. It doesn't have to be as awkward <laughs> oh, as <no>. that. But <laughs> <laughs> did you just like throw the fic at him yeah, and run? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, like I, I sent him like a little message like, hey, here's this fic. Can you read this? Because I like it. Oh, <laughs> like, that's sweet, actually. Um, I mean, like, obviously, I, and I've mentioned before, too, like we had already like kind of dabbled into stuff like this before. This wasn't like a surprise in any way because um, we had talked about it before. But the reading of the fic was um, scary. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I I gave my partner my fic too. And interestingly, like, I don't write DD, but I would say that it was still useful in kind of like, showing some of the vibes that I like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there, there are still things within it, I think you can find that you know, even like the specific way that a spanking happens, you know what I mean? We're, we're yes. kind of writing from, from our fantasy, right? So like we, we put in the amount of like <laughs> care yeah. and aftercare and like the type of scolding maybe that we like um, or mm-hmm. love to hate, whatever, how you want to describe it. Um, <laughs> so 
yeah, I think e- even if you're thick, and oh, by the way, I mean, not everybody writes thick. So I mean, even right. the thick that you select, like, it doesn't have to be like, I want my relationship modeled exactly on this. Like, it's, right. it's just a conversation starter to say, like, you know what, I really like the way, you know, this punishment went down, like, it felt very, you know, stern, yep. but caring or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Oh, and another good point about that, too, is like, even the fic that we write is a fantasy. So like things that happen in the fic that I write doesn't mean that I want them to happen in real life. Same for you, I know. Yeah, like, exactly. So, so again, you can point that out. You can say yeah. like, in real life, I wouldn't like it if someone did this to me, but right. here's something that I did do really like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to kind of like open that up. Um, and obviously not everyone writes fic, not everyone reads fic, but... And the, it but there's could be also a good starting, yeah, <laughs> yeah, good starting. There's a lot of stories that aren't necessarily fan fiction. You know what I mean? You can, yeah, that's like, true. Yep. Google spanking stories or or you know yes. domestic discipline stories. You, there's a lot out there. There's even bloggers, whatever. Just anything to get that ball rolling. If, if it's hard for you to like just lay it all out there yourself, it might yep. be like you said, like you text your partner, like, "Hey, I read this story and I thought it was really hot. What do you think?" You know, yep. and that's just a way to like start that conversation. Yes. Um, and then if you are, even if you're not like somebody who writes and publishes or posts things, um, my partner and I actually did write each other a couple of stories just for each other in the beginning. Aww. Yeah. And it's like, you know, again, you don't have to be a great writer or a professional writer or whatever. Like, it's just a little way of kind of show, you know, showing what you're into. And like, you can get more specific in, in that kind of writing because you could even like each have the same scenario like you know yeah but like what you know right what happens when you know a sub misses their bedtime right and so then like if you both write a story you can kind of see like okay that's what my partner's thinking you know and this (laughs) is what I'm thinking and you can kind of see if they if they match up or what you like or don't like about each other's fantasy version of it at least again it just really gets the ball rolling and, and you can probably catch some like limits or red flags, you know what I mean? If, if your mm-hmm. partner wrote something that was like a super harsh punishment, you know, and then you're like, actually, I was thinking maybe just like a few smacks with the hand, like, you know, then you, you know where you might need to negotiate when you're talking about it in real life, you know? Yeah. That's a really cute idea. Yeah. So I think, yeah, someone had reached out to me about um, starting to negotiate a DD relationship and I highly recommended that. Um, especially because she was also long distance. And I think mm, that mm-hmm. my partner and I also started out long distance. So again, like, how do you, if you're not even like in the same room, how can you start talking about these things, exploring these things? And it's yeah. also just really fun and sexy, right? So write your partner a little story like that. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like you could use that for almost like any um any kind of scenario it doesn't have to be like if you want to start a dd relationship but like yeah. anything like like seriously that's a really cool idea i like that a lot <laughs> absolutely like it could go for vanilla things or you know like yeah whatever what literally anything you're right yeah um, i like that that's so cute very cute so that is that was my little tip and trick for like starting off how do you yeah how do you say this is something you want or want to start exploring mm-hmm. and where you both are in terms of like your aesthetic yeah, I love that. Cool. And then we kind of talked about this one a little bit before, but but kind of starting off with a simple list of rules, you know, if you mm-hmm. want to get into the discipline thing, you know, we've talked about 
bedtime, screen time, healthy habits. We've discussed our planner. So, you know, really just picking like one or two rules to see how it goes is, is a good like starter, (laughs) starter plan. Yeah. I definitely don't recommend, I, I mean, and you can do this, but for me, I would not have wanted to start with like a huge list of rules, like same jumping in all at once. Um, that would have been really hard for me now. I, and I know that a lot of people that I know who I've met through the fanfic community who may listen to this podcast, um, are, are neurodivergent and it can be really hard. Like, and I am too. So it can be really hard to stick to a routine and frustrating Mm -hmm. when you can't. Right. Um, so jumping in all at once. Right. Like, it could just be like a recipe for disaster because yes, <laughs> yes, you're look you are looking for discipline, but you at the end of the day you want to feel good about yourself and like this is a positive thing in your life and not like it's some overwhelming thing that you can't handle or that you're disappointing your partner, you know. So yes. I think really starting small is good, and then maybe asking yourself some questions, you know, after you maybe, you know, you set a period of time, like a week or something. And let's say you're doing one or two rules, kind of both ask yourselves, like, did you enjoy, you know, following that rule or enforcing that rule? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or what did it feel overwhelming or too much, you know? Um, yeah. Also, like, is there the right amount of communication between partners during the week like you you know as a bottom you might want um some reminders or like checking up on how it's going or some threats or praise you know that's part of it you're not like doing it in a vacuum um and people have very different like (laughs) ideas of like what is the appropriate level of communication like it just may not match that doesn't mean that you can't get there but like you need to figure out what it is yep absolutely And then obviously, like, whatever consequences there were, like, did that feel appropriate? Did it, you know, did it feel your punishment or praise feel, you know, um, feel right and uh, justified and and all of that? Um, And then I just also added this thing, like, (laughs) if you're a rule follower, but you feel like you need more discipline, like... Do, do you want to make sure that there are rules on there that you, that are more breakable, you know, that you can use yeah. to, to brat or, um, or do you need to schedule in more like maintenance or good girl spankings? You know, if it's something that like, let's say you only see your partner, you know, on a weekly or monthly basis or something, you don't want to be like, well, you did everything great. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great Here's job. A stick, sticker and I'll see you later. <laughs> Right. So, you know, you might want to kind of figure out, you know, yeah. Are there like little rules that like, you know, you are more okay breaking if you if you want that, you know, experience um or just other ways to get that attention from your partner. So those, you know, those are all things that like you kind of don't know until you do it. Um so I just feel like starting small and then like asking yourself those questions so that you can keep discussing them and keep fine-tuning the way that you practice DD is good. Yeah, like, it's, uh, and we've said this before, too, and I'll, I'll just reiterate it now. Um, the rules that you come up with are not, like, set in stone, <laughs> so you can always change them, right? Like, if something isn't working, that's okay. Change it. 
Yep, exactly. And as we've said before, too, like, you know, also in times of your life, like there just might be like a month where you can't do as much as you, you know, were doing before. And those are just things that you have to discuss on the fly. Like, again, none of this, yes, should be set in stone. It's not like you enter it into a data bank. (laughs) That's the end of it. There's no more talking about it. That's your rule for the rest of your life. Like, I think I can't remember if I talked about that I negotiated like a 15 minute buffer for my bedtime that I could earn. Oh, I don't think you did talk about that. Yeah, because I was getting punished a lot for not, you know, getting to bed on time. And I, I feel like I, I did, you know, correct that. But it, it was sort of like, I had this moment of like, oh, my God, do I like really have to, like, is this my bedtime forever? Like, it felt like, almost like too scary to have to follow that rule perfectly mm-hmm. and I didn't want to like keep breaking the same rule because I really wasn't trying to do that and it just like I, with my I have a I have to organize a certain amount of um, time per day because I'm trying to like get through all my crap in the garage long story <laughs> anyway um, and I do that six days out of seven and having that buffer helps me to plan, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. also like, it just gives me breathing room. Cause I feel like, okay, if I have a crazy day, like that can be my day off. Um, and so same thing with like the bedtime buffer. I was like, if I just, f- I'm feeling too wired one night and I'd like need this buffer, you know, then I can use it. And it just makes the other days feel better because I know I have it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's things like that, that are just personal to you and the way, <laughs> the way that you follow rules. Um, you know, that, that you kind of have to figure out and then negotiate with your top and. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other thing you need to negotiate is safe wording. <laughs> yes. Which we have talked about. Yes, but, we have. But we, we thought of a couple tips to like. Practice it. Practice it. Exactly. Because it is hard. It is really hard to safe word. Um, it feels awkward. It feels bad. It feels, it can't, I, I don't want to say it does feel like that. It can feel like you did something wrong. Um, and it, and I get that even like in a safe space, even in a place where you know, you're not going to be judged for safe wording, it can still feel like you let your partner down. Yeah. Um, so practicing it, is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to, if practicing it during a spanking feels too fraught, um, you could try practicing it with something else like tickling, you know? Yeah. Um, that's not your kink. I mean, I actually know someone who has both a spanking and a tickling kink, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't do it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So if that's you, no. Um, but um, something like that where you're just, practicing what it feels like to safe work, even if it's not, you know, in that scenario. Um, or, um, we had also given the suggestion that like, this isn't really safe wording, but kind of as far as like knowing what your limit is, you could start with, um, doing a spanking where like, you know, you know, you just start off with like five or 10 swats and then you as the bottom need to ask for more. So it kind of lets you, be in control and feel how that feels and how far you get before you're feeling in that, you know, yellow zone. Yeah. Also another one would be something like holding a hard position, like a wall sit or 
kneeling where you're not actually like touching the back of your heels or something like that, but you're kind of like hovering over them. So like a forced position holding um, and you can't stop until you safe word. That's a good one because at the end of you will get to a point where you can't do it. Right. And and if you do that and you haven't safe worded, then you're not being aware enough of your, where your limit is, but it's, yep. it's a safe way to do it. You're not going to get hurt doing a wall sit. I mean, your thighs might hurt. Later, your thighs but... are going to hurt the next day, but, <laughs> but you're going to be okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and then obviously um, fig- like making a list, figuring out what your hard limits are. And again, these don't, they can change, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. like, you know, I've talked about like I caning was like a hard limit for me at one point, but then I decided I wanted to try it. And now I, will do it in certain circumstances with certain people. Um, But, you know, just really sit down and make a list. Like what, you know, implements are you not interested in right now? Are there certain words that are triggers for you? Like I know for some people like young lady or little girl, if those were things that were triggers, you know, from when they were younger, like just Mm -hmm. that might not be something that you want to do with your partner. So let your partner know all all of these things. Same thing with like body parts that you don't like having grabbed, like for, ear pulling or hair pulling or things like that. Um, and also like body parts that you don't want smacked <laughs> other yeah. than the, the butt, right? Like the, I mean, some people are into face slapping. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's a hard limit for me. Um, but you know, again, thighs, inner thighs, lower leg, you know, all of these things, like you and your partner should know what's off limits before you start to play. Yeah, don't make somebody find out the hard way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like it also it's not your fault if you didn't know something was a hard limit. That's right. Until it happened. Um right. just But all yeah. <laughs> the more reason to practice the safe wording, right? Because like yeah. then you just say red and right away there's a discussion of like, you know what? I actually realized I don't like someone pulling on my ear. That was right. not comfortable. It made me feel weird, whatever, you know, and it's just like it can be something that you just deal with right there and doesn't have to be a big deal you know yep and it's fine to have like like I said like lots of hard limits at first and then if Mm -hmm. there's something on there that you're like you know what in a certain circumstance maybe I would try this and I feel very safe with my partner right now so um that's okay too like you you can change your mind either way um but it's these are good things to think about before you just like dive in yeah yeah and also I think it's important to point out like you may love the cane at first and then you decide that you don't want it anymore. And that's okay too. Like right. it's okay to reverse yeah. the, yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like hard either limit, way, yeah. e- either way, yeah. like your hard, hard limit, you can find a hard limit that you didn't know. And you can also yeah. change a hard limit into a soft limit or something that you actually find that you enjoy. Yeah. And again, something that you enjoy with one person, maybe you don't with another, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, there are some things that maybe with your own intimate partner you're okay with but you wouldn't do with others so yep absolutely Um, so all of those fun things yeah um and then let's see before we run out of time always it's okay we'll we'll just keep going i mean what if we (laughs) the last few episodes were like yeah it's like 40 minutes whatever it's all good (laughs) you can shut it off if you don't like it yeah Yeah, people are like yeah whatever (laughs) i'm done with these people after 30 minutes (laughs) listening to their voices (laughs) Um, so along with the, the hard limits would also be like, um, what other punishments are you okay with? And we've talked about other punishments like mouth soaping, corner time, lines, grounding, loss of privileges, all of that. 
Um, so again, in a DD relationship, like this stuff is going to come up, um, and your partner should, you and your partner should decide like what is on or off the table. Um, also that can change per day too, because I'll, and I'll just, I just want to yeah. add this little caveat too, because I struggle with being touched in general. I just, even with like an intimate partner, some days are better than others. So like a punishment that I might be okay with one day, I'm not going to be okay with the next day. So I just want to like, <laughs> again, yeah. this is like, right. a- nothing is set in stone. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, and again, like that's something to talk like for you, that's something you need to, to discuss with Dan, right. That like, right. It's, for you, it's going to require more of a like day to day check-in. Yep. Um, I don't have that same issue. So for me, like, I think my partner can assume like, Hey, if this <laughs> was okay last time, it's okay now too. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's not to say that like, whatever, I don't have like, you know, my period and I'm like PMSing or I'm, you know, I've cramps oh, or something like, don't even yeah. get me started, <laughs> <laughs> which might not be a time that I necessarily want, you know, yeah. to experience a harsh punishment. So, um, I think, yeah, all of that is very, you know, it, again, in, in a safe, good relationship, it should, there should be able to be discussion around any of it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Or like maybe it's coming up with like an alternative to things. So like maybe you get corner time or you get a spanking or maybe you get lines or you get grounded or, you know, something like that. But maybe you come up with a few alternatives to mm-hmm. some of the things that might be a little iffy on some days (laughs) yeah no for sure exactly like that's a way to because you know we've talked about this before that like it does feel good and safe to have that like the consistent discipline Mm -hmm. right so like I I I wouldn't feel great if I was like oh I don't feel so good today let's just forget that this (laughs) happened yeah like you don't like we don't ever talk about this and I don't get punished for it like that wouldn't feel good to me either. I, I, I still like having the security that like it, I'm going to face consequences for my actions, yeah. but it just, again, right. It might have to be postponed. It might have to be something different, you know, a different type of punishment. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, those are things that you can, you can talk about. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, pain tolerance. We've talked about this and <laughs> <laughs> we definitely both have very different pain tolerance. I was okay. When you were talking about caning, I was about to say like, would you get caned with me? And then I was like, well, I, I didn't say anything at the time because I was like, well, <laughs> you could probably take a lot more. So I don't know that I want to do that. <laughs> wait, wait, you want to get caned next to me or you want to cane me? You know what? Both. i mean yeah i mean i i probably would do either i mean i'm assuming you've never used a cane before so i don't know i might have to like see you demonstrate (laughs) i need a little proof i'll demonstrate on dan i we have a cane i mean yeah no i know i know you do so um that's so funny but yeah, I, I can't take a lot with a cane either. I mean, the most I've ever taken is 12 and that like, that was well, the hard. The most I've ever taken is like four. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> oh, 
I had a lot of adrenaline though because it was like a role play scene kind of thing but I definitely I needed that hand holding for like the second six and I, I was like almost questioning should I have like agreed to 12 um I did not say for it I didn't I didn't feel like I needed to or afterwards that I should have but you know it was definitely like on the edge let's put it that yeah. way yeah and I, I couldn't have taken any more so um yeah so 12 12 so far is my limit <laughs> But four, okay. So you, if you work your way up to six, we'll, we can we'll, do We'll have a conversation we'll, then. We'll yeah. have a conversation, exactly. We'll do six and six. All right, excellent. Um, so yeah, so pain tolerance. Anyway, all that to say, we talked about this a little bit before with like maybe doing the increments where you, you're you asking, if you're the bottom, asking the top, you know, um, for more. If you feel that you can, only if you feel you can handle more, that's a way to kind of, you know, uh, feel out your pain tolerance, uh, so to speak. But, and again, we've talked about this before. Pain tolerance can change. It can change over time. It can change due to your time of the month. If you have something going on. (laughs) So, um, so those are all things to keep in mind as well. And yeah, again, the more, you know, you you and your partner know each other, the more you, you know, you know, the the pain tolerance, and then it becomes easier to kind of figure out like what, what, how much punishment is appropriate because certainly like Dan would not be like, Hey, 25 strokes at the cane for that. You know? Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas for somebody else that might be like, you know, the warm up. you know, it's just, right. uh, you, you need to, to feel that out together. Yes. Yep. Um, what else do we have? Um, how specific do you want to be about punishments? Again, we've talked about this a little bit, but, you know, some people really like to know, like, this offense equals this punishment. So that would be something to talk about with your partner, or if you're okay Mm -hmm. with, you know, being a little more free with it and letting your partner make that determination. Again, the more they know you, the easier that is. But um, in the beginning, you know, that might be something to think about. Like, you know, I miss my bedtime. It's a whatever hand spanking and then 10 swats of the paddle or something like that just so that you absolutely know what you're getting into and it's not a surprise and it's not something that you can't take you know Mm -hmm. um what else spontaneous offenses oh yeah spontaneous offenses um yeah so just again something to talk about you know if you want to have your sort of like list of rules and what happens when you break them but then like what are the consequences for you know say bratting or you know um things that might happen spontaneously hiding someone's implement (laughs) (laughs) um you know so there's again like it depends do you live with your person or not you know um there's i i know a lot of people where like the top keeps a list and then, you know, those things get dealt with when you see each other or maybe at That's a certain terrifying. time. That's <laughs> terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> but you know what? Like when, when my partner and I lived apart, we kind of, that we did have that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense for a long, di- I get that for like a long distance yeah. relationship or even like a relationship in a city where you both might live, but you just don't live together. Like, I get it. It just sounds terrifying. <laughs> You just don't like having a list I don't want to, I don't held want against to list you. It out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what would be good though? Now that I'm what? thinking about this. So a lot of times we talk about like um like in domestic discipline, you get punished and then you move on. Mm-hmm. You know? 
having a list like that and like deleting it, like seeing it deleted Ooh, once you're like actually is or done. like crossing it off, like, crossing like, it I've, out or tearing I've up the that. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could feel that good. That could be good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I, I definitely like a check check off. You know, like I mean, yeah. we keep a list of my punishments, and so like for me, that kind of is that. Even though the list exists, it's kind of like. I, I have erased all of these from my psyche. Like, these yeah. are all, you know, my misdeeds. I can totally see that. They've all been taken care of. So, yeah, whatever is your thing that you like. Like, are you a checker offer or a crosser offer? <laughs> or a, or burn a burn the, burn burn the, the list, list? Or yeah. delete the Google Doc or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, just a way to, like, keep track. And I know for a lot of people, like, um, I feel like maybe Jillian talked about this on one of her videos or something, that, like, it's actually like especially in a long distance dd relationship it is actually kind of comforting to know that like your top is on is on top of that <laughs> no pun intended yeah. or pun intended you know what i mean like yeah it, it can make you feel um kind of like unmoored or ignored or whatever if like you did something and then your top forgets or you know didn't write it down and you know it's yeah i could see that i could totally see that yeah so um so that's that is something to think about and then yeah last but not least and this goes to all of it is really like communication style and what -hmm. is the best you know matchup for you some people are texters some people like to talk live you know Mm -hmm. um and you I mean this obviously like this goes for a vanilla relationship it doesn't you know Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a DD thing, but I feel like we we keep talking about that, like in DD communication is so important. So like, you do really need to figure out what works for you and your partner. Like, how yep. how much check in do you need? Like, is it okay to just only check in on this stuff once a week, or you do need a daily check in? Um, you know, yeah, all all that stuff, and like, and what is the best way to communicate? Do you need a like FaceTime at the end of the day, or a face to face at the end of the day? Um. Or, you know, lots of little texting at work. I always enjoy your fix that have um, Obi-Wan and Anakin <laughs> texting. Te- texting each other. I know, it's very cute. And, like, that's because, so for me, it is a lot easier. Even though, like, Dan and I have been together now for 13 years, it's still a lot easier for me to talk to him through text. I, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, not a, I'm not great at talking. Um, as everybody probably knows, as they suffer through the last 15 episodes, no. I'm not great at talking. I am a lot better, I feel like, at articulating myself when, I, when I've written something down and when I have time to, like, go back <laughs> and clarify points or look over certain yeah. things. I'm much better at that. So when, like, the best moments that I have of communication with Dan are things like that we talk about over like discord mm-hmm. or texting like and that's just the way right. I communicate best for sure and like even though some people could say like oh that seems so impersonal like again when especially when you're discussing difficult topics like it really mm-hmm. is sometimes hard for people to talk about things face to face I was going to say that for me um I, I yeah I'm also good with the written word so like you know yeah like, discord and text works for me but even when I'm with my partner, I sometimes find that if we're like talking about tough things or like just, you know, yeah, topics that are feel very personal or I'm having to reveal something like sometimes like snuggling, but not looking the person Mm -hmm. in the face. Yep. Is, is a nice way to do it because like you feel very protected and like 
held and loved and like it's okay that you're yep. you know revealing things but you don't have to be like eye to eye <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I find uh, again this is a, a a neurodivergent trait that I'm sure a lot of people relate to um that I find eye contact to be extremely uncomfortable so <laughs> I mean I I like it in the squirmy way of yeah. like during a punishment like forced eye contact is hot yes but um but in like discussions negotiations you know things like that sometimes I I don't like it or like it's easier for me to talk about something if I don't have to have eye contact yep totally agree yeah and no that's not just a nd thing it's just something that I I know is very common with nd people so um it doesn't have to like your communication I know we've talked a lot about communication communication doesn't have to happen only only face to face there are many ways to communicate yeah and it's just like it's very worthwhile like I said to talk to talk to your partner about what is the best way that you communicate and they communicate because even if it's not the Mm -hmm. same way at least you're aware you know um of what is the best way you know for your partner to communicate so that you can really you know dig into some of these these questions and negotiations Mm mm-hmm and uh, that brings us to the end. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should plug our pluggables. Uh... <laughs> our dance show. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't have a dance show. Uh, if only. Um, <laughs> uh, so we have an email, sips and smacks, if you at gmail.com, if you want to email us. Mm-hmm. Well, I did a great job with that one. It's also <laughs> in the show notes. Uh, and then we have an Instagram account that Dahlia runs, and she does such a great job at that. You should probably go follow it just to make us all feel better about it, because I'm not following <laughs> it, because I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> well, Dan does. I, I was I get, I get likes from Dan, so. Yeah. <laughs> he's, pulling, take... he's pulling my weight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I take, I take it as from both of you, so it's yeah. good. Uh, and our Instagram is sips and smacks. Uh, and then we have a Patreon, which we have two new $5 subscribers per Woo-hoo! month. So we get to shout them out. And they are Dells and Carrie. Dells and, and Carrie. We know yes, them. We know them. <laughs> <laughs> and we are very, very happy to have them with us. We sure are. Uh, and then, so that's our Patreon. So we do have a Patreon, which gets you access to our Discord server if you want. Um, and you can find us on Patreon either through our show notes or searching, hopefully, Sips and Smacks. I hope that works, but who knows? Patreon's kind of weird. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it. That's, that's all it. our pluggables, right? Yeah, that's all our pluggables. So um, until next week, behave yourselves. And we'll try to. And that's our show, folks.